Hello, and welcome back to the Nerding Grounds podcast. This is a bi-weekly show where we, uh, you know, talk about old video games, new video games, and whatever tickles our fancy. This week, we are going to be doing our third annual wrap-up of every video game that was on our radar in 2023 or that we played in 2023, and we're just going to give our basic impressions, talk about what was great this year, talk about what was not so great this year, Uh, and I'm sick as hell, so (laughs) my energy might be all over the place, and you might hear a cough drop clinking around in my mouth, so that's just what we're going to have to deal with. Yep, just have to deal with it. It's really our third one. Like I, I feel like I guess we started this at the end of what would have been 2021. 20, 2021, yeah. Pretty much. But yeah. Still, that's crazy. It's like two full years yeah. doing this. Yep. That's nuts. Yep. Time I hope flies. you're all enjoying it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so. Here we are in December. Uh, Christmas is coming. Maybe you're looking back to see what you could buy for a friend or loved one. And this will be a nice little guide. And at the end, uh, we may go over what our favorites of this year were um, with all these games. So I guess the best place to start is in January. It's been a crazy year. I know. I feel like I always feel that way. Because it's normally that way. But, I mean, this year has had, like, some things that I would never even expect. Like a, a new armored core, you know? But right, we'll yeah. That. that was a big one, for sure. That we were anticipating for most of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, and January... There's a lot of months here that I was surprised to see kind of lacking. And, again, we're not going to cover everything here. One, that's pretty much impossible. There are too many video games. Um, tried to get as many indies. Basically, just try to include anything we played or anything that we, t- you know, we wanted to play or at least paid attention to. Sometimes I'll just, you know, watch a stream or a impressions video and be like, "Oh, I'll come back to this when I have time and money to come back to this." Right. So you might see some stuff that we're speculating on. For the most part, uh, Persona Three and Four Remastered. <clears throat> That's that's a confusing one because not only did they re- re-release them, they're remaking three, right? And that's coming out in January, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think that's got to be coming out pretty soon. And then four, it... four, I think is coming shortly after that. So it's like they re- they re-released. I didn't play them because I still haven't beaten Persona Five, <laughs> and those games all are like a hundred hour. 120 yeah. hour epics so i just don't have the time for that yet but i'm glad they're remaking them because when i do want to visit three and four you know i feel like yeah. they'll be waiting for me definitely on my radar but my god can we just get a six already yeah i know like everybody uh, loved tactica persona 5 tactica but yeah like i i played it um it is it is good. You know, it's got that persona charm to it. I think I kind of miss a lot of the stuff that makes persona persona, which is the stuff that takes place not in the combat, but it's it's interesting and fun uh what they did. With like yeah, the tactics. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so we'll keep an eye on those remakes. Um but if anybody wants to play them, they're there. On all the platforms. Monster Hunter Rise was one that I just... I did, And there was a recent announcement that World 2, or I can't remember what it's called, but uh, they're coming out with two, a new Monster Hunter World. Yeah. Basically a sequel to World, which I, I find exciting. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. Uh, the handheld ones have never really been my jam, but World, I was more interested in. World was on a different level right yeah and yeah it's it it was fantastic i can't wait for a new one especially it's seeming very like expansive so yeah maybe kind of what worlds would have liked to have been um in terms of space but yeah uh, rise was good like rise 
Yeah, I mean, it was mobile, but it was Switch, you know? It yeah, was a little bit think, more beefy. Yeah, definitely. It felt more like Worlds um, in, in that regard. Like the same, um, same size, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's just, you know, it's not a Worlds 2. And that's what everybody wants, you that's know. Everybody wants like the next big thing, not a, not a, another like, oh, this is like a DS title. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it's good that they clearly have been working on that in the background. Yeah. Um. So I probably won't play Rise, and but I think now you can get Rise, uh, in like a bundle with Sunbreak or whatever it's called the the DLC expansion. Yeah. So and it's on a computer now on. and everything. So. Yeah, Forspoken was one that I was I was actually kind of looking forward to last year, right. until the previews and then the gameplay stuff came out, and I was just like, <clears throat> "Oh, I can save myself some time and money on this one." And I think I'm I'm st- I still feel pretty confident in that. I it was on sale for like twenty bucks at some point, and I was like, "I don't know." There's something that just seems so generic about it to me like that world seems empty in a way that i'm not interested in and so i kind of just turned tuned off on that one right i'm really surprised now at like the massive massive ad campaign that they had for that game like they definitely spent so much money advertising it when it was just like mid right and they had to have known that it was seems like be... a seem like a B game masquerading as a triple A, which is fine. There's a place for those, but yeah, maybe market it appropriately. But I maybe there's just not a space for B games anymore. You kind of have to go all the way, mm-hmm. or it's going to be forgotten about, right? Or it's indie, yeah, or or it's indie. But you know, then it seemed very inspired, you know, yeah, um, instead of just missing the mark. But there was just that, you know, the the dialogue didn't do it. I, it just, I don't know. Like, there was a lot that turned me off of it once footage started coming out of that. Um, Hi-Fi Rush, though, is one that I still want to play because Same. it it just looks it looks charming and fun. I don't know. I, I, sh- I one of these days I'll I'll load up game pass if it's still on there and, and check that one out same yeah i it's it's literally been on like my to-do list for since it came out i've been wanting to check it out i just haven't had the time yeah looks yeah. fun though yeah um hi-fi rush yeah it's a rhythm platforming action game for anybody that doesn't know I um, and then when was- i go ahead I forget. It was supposed to be directed by somebody that something else that we like. I don't remember though. It was who was that? Or produced by some studio. It was Tango GameWorks, published by Bethesda. Um, but yeah, I mean that thing just is dripping with style, and it looks, it just looks so fun, and I've heard great things about it. Yeah. Um, the other one that is still on my list is Hitman World of Assassination. I have played a decent bit of one and two, <clears throat> just on the various offerings they've had for those games. Um, and earlier this year, I actually got really into to the new Hitman's. Like, it's a good really? rotation once you start. And World of Assassination did something that I love, which is just consolidated all three of those games into one client. And then not only that, they they added a totally new mode, which was essentially a roguelike mode, but it was kind of, um, it was the most robust roguelike mode added to a game that I think I've seen, where you're basically taking out a series of targets and you have to choose boons and, and whatnot while you're going through those missions. And then it's almost like going through levels of target assassination. And it, it's a whole campaign. And then it unlocks really cool stuff for your house, which you get to, you know, 
unlock you unlock these weapons and these cool features in your house and it it expands and opens up and it's just it's a really cool mode that they probably didn't even have to do to release this you know right. group of group of games but yeah it's really easy to get in i think i just checked earlier today and it's like 27 dollars on the winter sale on steam mm-hmm. and i think there's a similar price on like playstation and stuff so yeah if you want to get into the hitman games that's probably the best way to do it yeah um and then after that dead space remake which is definitely one of my highlights of the year that was i mean that was the first game i bought in 2023 and it was it was a good time yeah as it always has been right you played it recently didn't you goldeneye no 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 uh, dead space remake Oh, Dead Space. I'm I'm sorry. See, you had Goldeneye like oh, highlighted. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clicking uh, around my ADHD has me clicking around this doc. No, <laughs> uh, it's fine. Yes, yes, yes. I did I did play it recently and the Dead Space it was good. It's great. Mm-hmm. Good time. Yeah. As atmospheric as you can get. <laughs> yeah. A little creepy. Still haven't beat it because I was just like, okay. Well uh Matt needed a Matt needed uh, yeah. a break. Yeah. I don't feel like getting chased randomly by this thing that I can't kill yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I might. I may be playing that again soon. It was just it was a good experience. It's it's a little longer than I think I expected. Um, yeah. And and I think by the end it's like okay, I, I get it. But I'm excited at the new game plus ness of it i think you can just go back in with all of your unlocks and stuff and try out new weapons and that resident evil mentality yeah and i mean and there's a lot of reasons to do that too you know yeah i put goldeneye on here because there was that big um re-release of it in january where it was available in xbox for the first time ever and then switch on the monthly thing i didn't take advantage of that because i I already have it. I've like figured it out emulation through emulation. Um, right. But I just thought it was weird that it was like a golden eye resurgence in the beginning of this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I guess retro things are, are in, or at least they were in, in the beginning of this year. I think they always will be to a certain extent. Yeah. Especially me too. With all these handhelds coming out and yeah. that this year was a huge year for retro handhelds as well. And, you know, some some great, great content creators really trying to just bring these things back to light. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trek to Yomi, I was pretty disappointed in. Um, that was that side-scrolling, you know, Kurosawa-styled, um, I guess, hack and slash. Right. Um, but I thought the combat was just clunky and... In a way that I, if you had just taken a little more time to make this combat flow better, instead of trying to make this um, mash together parry system that just doesn't feel right, you know, especially in a post Ghost of Tsushima world, it's like just take a little bit of time. It, it was a, it was an indie title, and I think Devolver published it. And yeah, I was just, I was really let down by that. I didn't right. even want to finish it because it didn't feel good to play. Um, mm. And it looked pretty cool, but it was very repetitive. Yeah. So. I don't know. I feel like, especially with all the great side-scrolling games that they have out there, um, it's it's. It, I feel like it's easy to get everything wrong. Or, you know, there's always something that's just a lot better. Um, yeah. Is what it is. Absolutely. Um, let's move into February with Metroid Prime Remastered first. Um, you played that. I didn't play that. Although I have played Metroid Prime in the last few years. Right. Take it away. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it was good remaster, you know, it was, uh, really fun to just kind of, uh, play Metroid Prime again, I think from a new lens too, because it, it was, uh, maybe a bit of a complicated game. Whenever we played it originally on the GameCube, um, as all Metroids kind of be, if if you're younger, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, and it was that dip into first-person shooting, which yeah wasn't so fleshed out by at the stage of the GameCube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, not really at all. But uh, yeah, so especially playing it with like the new controller scheme and having more free range of, of, of movement for your shooting and stuff like that was great. So, I mean, it was a solid remaster. I had a lot of fun playing it. Um, do you think it felt like borderline remake or do you, do you think mostly it was? Um, uh, he, he, yeah, I don't know. Cause I mean, it was definitely like updated individuals, right? Like I would have to go and play the original to really feel the difference. It was a, it was a very good remaster. Right, it wasn't just a quick little coat of paint, you know, up, up res. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. any of that. It was, uh, it had to be redone from scratch. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm not sure, but I mean, like, that's that's how it, it felt like, uh, something from maybe this generation of games, not not GameCube. Yeah, that's the impression I got from other sources as well. So that's awesome. I hope they do echoes and um corruption yeah corruption. i actually i still claim that corruption is um the best suited game for Wii. like they that was the one game for Wii. i was like that it works on this platform and it yeah needs, it needs this it feels really cool um wild hearts you also played i did not yeah uh, so I love Wild Hearts. I, I generally enjoyed my time. I the only problem was it was just plagued with horrible, horrible, shitty performance. Right, like it yeah. never should have came out in that state, and then that kind of ruined the game for a lot of people. Yeah, um, it, it seemed like so. it had a lukewarm launch. Yeah, absolutely. And they definitely did some fixes, but it is a little crazy that they they launched in the state that it was in. But I still enjoyed the heck out of it, even when I was lagging my fucking ass off, and it felt like I was, my computer was going to explode playing the game. Um, definitely the most fun I've had since Monster Hunter Worlds, easily. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you think that Monster Hunter World, or what is the new one called? I'm just going to have to look it up. Uh, Monster Hunter. I'm basically asking Rain or new, something. if the new mm. game is going to apply some of the the mechanics from um rise no uh, from wild hearts if you think monster hunter world will like adapt some of the new uh, things so, I, I know i know um wild hearts has a lot with mobility and stuff right yeah that's the whole thing like wild hearts is a lot quicker you move like while still having very much so that like monster hunter feel to your character a little bit like less tanky but um you you are just quicker all around yeah. quicker and there's a lot of things that like make you more mobile um rise did do that a little bit too because they they implemented like the grappling hook and uh the mount system and stuff like that so it's similar but yeah i mean obviously monster hunter you are very grounded you know and anything you do takes like action time and i feel like that's kind of part of the game where in in wild hearts it isn't so much um which can kind of make it simpler in certain ways but it's more so like uh, which I really enjoy. Monster Hunter does, of course, kind of have this, but there's a lot of like, here's these big attacks that you need to do something to, yeah, yeah. to avoid, right? It's Whether more deliberate. It's, yeah. It's like, well, you either use like your katakuri to, uh, <laughs> to, to counter them mm -hmm. or you run your ass off or something like that, or you'd be a badass with the, with the umbrella and just block everything. And get super powered up and kill everything. Yay. Um, the new Monster Hunter is called Wilds, by the way. I Wilds, that's what it is. I feel you like think, Worlds, yeah. Worlds <laughs> 2 would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Wilds, Wild Hearts, I get it. I see what's going on I just, I just here. feel like Worlds 2 would have solidified. Because when you have a franchise that has multiple <gasps> avenues of release, like... 
like the the handheld, like the Rise and stuff. Wilds doesn't necessarily sound, but I guess everybody will know. It'll be a big enough game people will know, but I would have named it Wilds uh, Worlds too. Right. Me too. Okay. Uh, Atomic Heart is another one I didn't play, but you did. So did no, you I beat didn't. it? I, I what do you think? It. What do you think? I, I didn't play Atomic Heart. You did? You didn't? No, no. Not Atomic Heart. That's the uh, Russian one, right? I thought you did. No, the Bioshock-ish style. Yeah. Oh well, no, no, maybe no, I just—it wasn't February. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, it was. I I skipped on that one too. I don't. I don't know. I just. It looked okay, but I feel right. like I got everything I needed to from the first couple of um. You know, just gameplay previews and stuff. I was like, yeah, this is all right. right. And I think at the time I was I was still playing uh, Dead Space or something. I uh, I mean, of course, like I'm a big fan of the Bioshock series, and I guess that style of gameplay is fun to me. But yeah, I mean, I, I watched a good bit of playthroughs and stuff, and then mm-hmm. kind of same thing. I feel like I got the writing oh, really, seems really poor. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, like a Dragon Ishin is one I I passed over, but I was interested in. That was the feudal Japan yakuza. I know. Um, and I heard, I heard mixed things about it, but I mean, it's a Yakuza game. I think it has its fans. And then just to round up February, February, Kirby's Return to Dreamland came out, which I might play that eventually, but who knows? And then Octopath Traveler 2, which I was skeptical about because of the first one, because I I just did not like the first one. And once I realized this was pretty much the same thing, I was just like, I'm good. I don't need to spend $60 on that. I'll play a better RPG. Yeah, same. I mean, well, I, we've talked about it plenty of times before. It's there seems to just be a lack in like the storytelling, yeah, and the writing. Um, well, and even how the characters, you know, I from what I heard, they put a little more work into having your party interact with one another, but it does seem just like they took a bunch of things and threw it into a blender and made a game. Yeah. Um, And again, I'm kind of just over that that um, studio part of Square Enix and their black and white logoed RPGs. And I'm just like, you know, whatever. I might play Live Alive. That one looks. I mean, they can't really ruin. It sounds like they just remake. Yeah, they just remade that, and it was already the game it was. So. Yeah. Moving on to a March. We had Wolong Fallen Dynasty, which we both played and we right. reviewed on the podcast. That was a good game. I just, I lost interest. I beat like maybe four bosses and then fell off of it to play Resident Evil 4. And I just, I never went back. Yeah, same. I mean, I got pretty far, definitely. Um, it, yeah, it was good. Another thing that definitely like performance wise was, could have been so much better, uh, which yeah definitely um i mean coming right from like the whole wild hearts thing i think people were definitely tense about performance issues of any kind um and and wolong definitely had its performance issues just not as bad and mm-hmm. some other things but um it it uh it was fun, but as as more games started to just come out, it was hard to go back to. Yeah, and I was a little underwhelmed by some of the level structure and just how they did yeah. all that. Combat was was really inter- engaging and entertaining, but yeah. I wanted more from the environments and I wanted more freedom of exploration. Right. Um, you know, when you look at something like it, it, it did feel really. Um, you know, margined off like Neo. Right. Uh, and I was less into the settings because it wasn't like villages and, and things like as many like that. But it, yeah, it, it definitely had potential. I would just, I would like a little more yeah. vis- vision behind it. Yeah. And it was like maybe a little bit, uh, I guess that's arguable, but I, there's a little bit more verticality and, and somewhat openness to the levels, right? Because yeah. it was extremely linear. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
but yeah, not nearly as much, right? I mean, that's mm -hmm. clearly like the combat was great, but the, yeah, it there it is no like Dark Souls setting yeah. where, um, you know, the, the you have some of those just uh awe, awe inspiring moments when you come to like different levels and you're like, what the that's true, because this, and then inside navigating is also clever and well put together, yeah. Not, you know, just as much as part of the game as like the combat or anything else. Yeah. And this game still had that issue that I have with Neo and Neo 2, which is just the gear system is exhausting. Yeah. After a while, it's just like I'm playing Diablo and That's, oh my God, like it just, is. I think it, it's hard trying to be a looter um, like that, especially I think like in game. But it, yeah. it's almost hard to like. I've never got there with Neo too, you know. I I I did, and then I was just like, okay, I'm I'm done. This is gonna loop forever, and I can't do it anymore. <laughs> right. It um, just it does seem like an odd choice, but you know they. I I do think Souls likes need to find something else to set them apart because, you know, we'll we'll discuss another Souls like in later months um that kind of just does the souls thing and i'm not interested in that right because uh, i'll just go play dark souls or bloodborne again um because that's a benchmark for me but yeah I, I i enjoyed it but i just didn't feel the need to beat it and some of the difficulty ramp ups just felt really just ugh, i don't know it's just like okay out of nowhere this feels unbeatable that first boss was insane like that first uh, yeah. boss almost I was just like, I don't know if I can play this game if this is what it's gonna be like. And you know, the later bosses weren't nearly as bad. And I did like the parry system a lot. And once you get that down, right, those those fights can be really kinetic. It was kind of its bread bread and butter for sure. Yeah. Uh Chia was one that I played a decent bit of, and that game's delightful. Um Ch -ch -ch Chia. Yeah. You're you're a young girl, uh from the island nation of God, I feel like. Oh shit. yeah, now I remember. <laughs> I was what? like, I don't, I have no idea what that is. I was like, oh yeah, I remember you talking about that one actually. Yeah, what is the? I I want to mention Cal New Caledonia, which is an actual island nation off the coast of New Zealand. Um, it's. You know, it's not like a triple A title, but it is beautifully rendered and designed. And it's just this nice tropical environment. And you have the power to enter inanimate objects and animals. And, you know, I mean, you, you can swim as fish, fly as birds, run around as cats. It And it's just fun to just do that. Uh, the combat system is a little basic where you're... Because it's not really about combat, but there are these... It's it's a big environmentalist metaphor. <clears throat> so you're fighting like textile manufacturing companies that are ruining the island and stuff. Uh, I never went back to it because my PlayStation Plus expired, but I would like to play it again because it did have a fun just gameplay loop of running around as different animals. If the game was just that, I would still want to go back to it. Right. So that's nice. So it's Silicon Valley. That's what you're saying. You know, that is not a bad, uh, is not a bad example to call on. Um, and then Resident Evil 4 remake, um, I was so happy with. I was, I just thought it was done really well. The, it looked, it looks amazing. It feels better than it ever has than any Resident Evil has. It took me a minute to get used to that, but. I thought it was really, really well done and um, very replayable. I've beaten it three times this year. Quinn likes her Resident Evil 4, folks. That is true. Um, yeah, the weapons are good. And even the, even the cuts that they've made for certain... Um, like There are boss fights that are just not there, and I don't think it takes away from the game. I think they just streamlined it a lot better because um, there are some very, you know, just pain the ass moments in Resident Evil 4 that you just don't want to deal with. And they, they kind of trim those out. So it's nice. Um, and now I know some people didn't like the story updates, but those are mostly incels on the internet that just wanted to objectify Ashley anyway. So. There's a lot of those. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the assignment Ada update that they made mm. later in the year, the DLC. I thought that was really well done too. It it feels like its own campaign. Um, and so going to play that game now, there's just so much game. There's so much Resident Evil uh, between that and the Mercenaries mode. I I played every bit of that game that I could. So I, I you know, I wonder. Um, Resident Evil has never really been. Uh, <laughs> Never really been has never been any sort of like stealth game, but thinking about it now, I I wonder how a Resident Evil where you're doing more like hiding and stuff like that would ever play out. Yeah, and I mean they introduced a stealth mechanic in this. Yeah, that's, it's this is very, what, that's why I bring it up. Yeah, it's it's not very you know. Yeah, it it almost feels like just a way to save a little bit of ammo before the shit goes down. Um, I barely use it (laughs) every now and then. If I see a a character that's like purposely faced away from a door, because that's what you do. You stand in front of a door and you face that way. Um, I'll do it just to save some ammo. But for the, by the, by the third time I'm beating it, my knives are all upgraded. My, my weapons are all upgraded. I have all this extra ammo and it, it's a really, the combat just, you, it's the closest I can think to like a John Wick style experience because I mean you're deflecting, you're you're doing like quick stabs, you're you're doing like close quarters pistol shots and stuff, and quick switching on your weapons. You don't have to like open up your menu to switch weapons like you did in the original one. So it's just really fast and fluid, and you know, just a great third person shooter. Honestly, yeah, uh, um, I put. Yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, and no, I guess, well, I don't have to guess. Uh, Resident Evil 4 was just such a paradigm shift for the series, period. Mm-hmm. And it is such like an action-oriented. I mean, uh, yeah, it does take like a very big action-oriented approach. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it makes sense for having like a remaster for it to be kind of even more so in your face action. Yeah. And I mean, and they, 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 they took the opportunity to really do as much as they could with it. And I know a lot of people are like, you don't need to remake this. It's not need to remake. I disagreed all the way. I was just like, I've, I still love four. I still play four. Right. I would really like to see that refreshed. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) That is an old, that released on the GameCube. (laughs) It's an old and game. It's people that don't want to uh, don't want to admit that they're getting getting on in age. Yeah, right. Um, and I just had so much confidence in <clears throat> the RE team with the recent releases and remakes. I'm like, yeah. I mean, they've been two, doing great. They've two and doing... three were fantastic, and seven and eight were really good really? games. Two of my yeah. favorite Resident Evils of yeah. all time, easily. Easily um, some of the best, right? Let them let them release what they got to yeah. release. <laughs> cook. I want another part one. Yeah, it's I, like I, it's it's not like five and six sucked uh, in my opinion, at least. Um, five five is still. Fun. I was but six is probably in everybody's opinion sucked ass, and after that they've been doing they've been doing great, like nothing but nothing yeah. but bangers, like yeah, one hundred percent back to back. Yeah, keep it keep it up. Even though like I'm I'm too afraid to beat. Eight, right, but you know, I haven't beat Dead Heisenberg. Space really, I, has I your feel number. like I feel like I can just keep doing this. Like it gets to a point where I'm just like, okay, I just I like, I I psych myself up. I'm just like, I don't, you know, it's got to be things that I can't kill, right? Mm-hmm. Even though I guess you kill propeller face eventually, but I'm just propeller like, face. Like I don't even <laughs> want to get to that point. Like that's that's so like nonsensical. All right, of a goddamn enemy, but whatever. Str- I have a stream idea. Maybe we can approach this in January after I get my capture card. I we we stream. I beat Sekiro okay. with you on stream. And you then do a lot of yelling. I know. <laughs> no. I know. <laughs> and then you beat Resident Evil 8 with me on stream. <laughs> I'm gonna be like pausing and walking away a lot. <laughs> like, yep. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna go cry really quick. Is it time to go back to cigarettes? (laughs) (laughs) 
We're gonna do it. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna yeah. Support each we other should. and beat, and we're gonna we're gonna beat these Mount Everest that have been sitting on our list. Yeah, uh, you gotta be sicko. You're at the last boss. Like I'm over. It's been so long now. I don't know what to do. I don't even like. I came back. <laughs> I came back, and my character was in the in the secret owl father fight. Yeah. Right. That's like one of the hardest fights in the game. Of course, that kind of prepared me for the final boss fight. I don't know if you did that part. I can't do it. I, I messed up the story. <laughs> yeah, it, it's okay. Uh, but, you know, th that's that's like equivalent, if not worse. Because yeah. that's the same same thing. Like if you don't if you don't get it perfect, you don't you don't get it. Um, We're going to do it. That's our 20. So you can do it. That's what I was like. You can do it. Our 2024 resolutions. We yeah. are going to beat Sekiro and Resident Evil 8. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I put Dredge on this list because I played a demo of it. Uh, it's the it's the fishing game, and some people called it like a fishing horror indie game, which is, is which is fun. Um, I liked it. I I need to go back and, and scoop it up um, for reels. I want Fishing to reward that game. Horror indie. So strange. I mean, I don't find it like basically you're you're leaving this you're you're controlling the boat as you're swimming through. It's kind of like an isometric right. situation. And you do like fishing mini games and then sell your fish and do this. But I think the story gets more and more sinister as as it goes on. I don't know. Uh, uh, but Yeah, I actually really, really wanted to play that. Me too. Um, so that's on my list to still pick up. I still want to play. It was like that and Dave the Diver were two really big fishing you know, games this year. I bought I bought my girlfriend Dave the Diver because I just oh, yeah. I felt like she would like it. She loved it. She beat it uh, like in a couple days. Oh really? Yeah. yeah apparently it's very good. Uh, yeah, because then you go and like you run a sushi <laughs> restaurant with the fish you catch. Yeah, that's such a good idea. So yeah. I might play both of those. I also put mur the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog on here because did you even see this one? The point and click game that came out. No, like I knew I of course <laughs> I did, and surprisingly I didn't play it, which I was yeah. just like I gotta play this game. I don't even think like it costs much money at all. No, if anything. I think right? it was free. Yeah, it was probably like free. So I don't know why I didn't play this. I it didn't seems either. the weirdest concept ever. I don't know how they got the, the license. license. They, they, you know what? I say they what? took advantage when, um, when, what's his name was, was going to prison. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. I or they did it. Maybe they just did it, and they were like, "Hey, look, Sega, just, just play this for a second. Yuji Naka, yeah, Yuji Naka was going to prison, and Sega's just like, I don't know. Just make something. Oh, we have a game that's ready to go. They're like, all right, publish it. We won't even look. And then it was the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Awesome. Uh, it's just man. It was one of my favorite things that happened this year. That, that I like, the pregnant Sonic song, just like, <laughs> like just top notch. You know, We talk about Sonic too much in this because I don't think any other podcast has covered both the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog and pregnant Sonic. But we have. Yeah, we have. So, yay. I, All right, I, I need to play it. Like maybe that's maybe once we get our maybe once we get our streaming up, that's another thing we can stream is the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh yeah. Um. All right. Going into April, we finally saw the release of Advance Wars One Plus Two Reboot Camp. Um. And while I didn't play it, I did play Advance Wars One this year. <laughs> oh, I have, so did you like it? I like I liked Advance Wars One. Um, right. And then every time I looked at Reboot Camp, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this art style. I feel like I like the original Game Boy Advance art style more than what they did. But from what I've heard, it's a it's a good remake. It right. there's still good games. Um, I don't know why. I you know a couple games now have tried to redo what Advance Wars was, and I feel like they kind of just miss. Miss the ball a little bit, just like a lot of games miss what Final Fantasy Tactics was, right? Mm -hmm. Like so many miss in my, you know, in my opinion, what I'm looking for in these type of games. I don't yeah. know what it is, um, but Advance Wars was uh, one of my favorite games on on the on Game Boy Advance. Easy, 
yeah, yeah, it's like one of those things. It's just like once you get into it, you're like, oh, okay, I'm hooked now. I'm just such this a big fun. fan of the Game Boy Advance art style, and I feel like you know, um, Mario RPG is a perfect example of how you redo an art style without losing the original inspiration. Because I yeah. still feel like the new Mario RPG. Yeah, it looks great. Back to the SNES. And yeah. I feel like this was so cartoony and just almost uh, like a mobile game. Like, that's that's what the 3D graphics looked like to me. It was like a mobile game. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I may pick this one up. I'll see. Switch games are expensive. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's been... See, I mean, that's the thing. There's been so many games. The, I mean, this it's, year is insane. It's, yeah. It's like, I don't... I just don't... I don't have the money, you know? Um, and then, you know, Christmas right around the corner, you know? Yep. You know. Yep. Um, which was the case with Dead Island 2. I was interested in it, and um, it came and went. I saw it. It looked fun, but it didn't look like something I wanted to drop $60 on. And I was also a little turned off by the fact that Dead Island 2 took out some of the... It, it seemed more linear... And I've heard that from multiple sources that Dead Island 2 is more linear. And I'm like, the whole pull of the first one was that it was open exploration open, of yeah. the island. And they took the cars out. And so really, it felt like it was just going to turn into a 30-hour zombie ass-beating right. marathon. <laughs> Which, you know. It's going to be fun for a little place, while. Right. Yeah. I kudos for them finally getting this game out. I, I didn't think it was ever going to happen. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, I like literally just... Years. I mean, I, I mean, like, really, props are just hanging in there, devs, and keeping that game alive because it, yeah. it probably shifted and changed so many times. It probably was, like, open. More than likely, everything we know from game development suggests that it was open and twice as big as the first one. And, and at some point in time, it decided to shift to a more linear experience and chopped everything in half. Yeah. What I will say, um, I think, oh, let me just make sure I know what I'm talking about here. Um, yeah. One bummer attached to this was Deep Silver, the developer, was shut down this year. And it, might be a, it might be a good time to mention that a t while this was a very good product year, this was a terrible year for studios and developers. Yeah, um, of course. Which is why I think the Game Awards were such like a, a weird tonal... Just... I don't know. It's The tone felt all over the place. Because it was just like the celebration of video games and but it's like y'all know how many people's lives were like upended this year because of rampant capitalism and studio closures it kind of sucks and then they didn't even give those people the chances to speak on stage um so yeah my heart goes out to all those people who made awesome video games and then had the doors shut in their face yeah it is disappointing but hopefully they all found nice nice jobs in other would studios like, would like to think so um april also sorry it's okay it's getting us all folks it is april brought us star wars jedi survivor which is probably why i didn't play the games we just talked about because i knew we were playing and we both played right. this and we both beat this yeah and we did a full review of this one too um we talked a lot about this game on the we podcast. did and it, you know, like looking back, worthy of all that, all the talking that we did. It was, yeah, it was good. I, was I do good. think looking back, um, the performance issues I was constantly dealing with were, were, you know, that part sucked. I think, right. I think this game needed a little more time to cook, and they tried to get it in before. Yeah. Look, I mean, look what's coming in May, which we'll get there in a second. But you know, this was the game that needed to come out. This was your. Um, your um bleh, what's it called um horizon Which oh I'm yeah real, I'm realizing now i might have when did horizon forbidden west come out uh i don't i don't know I, it was it this year or was it i guess maybe it was this year i don't know 
I don't remember. It released on uh, no, that was last year. That's why. Yeah. yeah okay. That's not done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, wait, didn't that come out before Elden Ring? Wasn't that the big? Yeah, might have been. That's what I'm know. thinking of. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Podcast. Uh, kind of like <laughs> it. You know, at least for me, it's like thank whomever we finally have like a good Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. In you know, I in so long that yeah. I enjoy, you know, yeah, that's fully fleshed out and it is enjoyable from start to finish. Could some, you know, I think we discussed uh, pacing, pathing, mm-hmm. these things could be better, yeah. Um, there's some aspects of the game that I, I would just enjoy if they were a little bit more fleshed out, um, mm-hmm. but. You know, all in all, it was an enjoyable game. I'm still really hoping that, like, somehow Cal shows up in Ahsoka. We'll see. Yeah, it it would make total sense to me. I, it's gonna, it's gotta happen. Why would they? They basically, I, I I would have to fact check myself here pretty hard. But like, did you watch Ahsoka? No, I'm really bad at watching all the Disney Plus shows. (laughs) I think they've kind of gone to like that side of the galaxy but oh, okay especially with i mean they go to like the 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 witch's home world original home world and stuff like that that's oh. kind of where they are but mm-hmm. um so i don't know I don't. <laughs> and they have like the force witches you could in there all kinds Perfect. of stuff that that like I that that seems really bad, but uh, you know, I'm talking Jedi Survivor Ahsoka. Huh? I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Scissor Sisters. Yeah. Uh, um, I I I did it. I thoroughly enjoy this game. Um, I, my biggest problems, if I can remember correctly, were I felt some of the enemies were just not very balanced for the combat system, and it wasn't just like it was hard. But I've been saying this since the first one. I don't think this game needs Dark Souls elements. Right. I think that's a tacked on. And for the first one, it was okay. Because everybody was like, oh, a Star Wars Dark Souls. That sounds great. But the whole, like, losing force points and going back and getting, I I, I just found it to be unnecessary. And then some of the ways that the enemies counter you just didn't feel good. It felt irritating like you'd you'd be fighting a anytime you would fight a room full of people that's when that game would just i'd be like i don't know i can't i'm just gonna force blast everybody and try to cheese the system yeah it it's definitely seemed like it didn't know where to go when it came with combat right because it really started to introduce the ideas of of how do we scale difficulty? We're going to scale difficulty by just adding more people attacking yeah. you and like harder and harder units mixed in into these like packs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they well, were mostly just shooting yeah. giant missiles at you. And it's like, Oh, great. Which actually doesn't work with like a dark soul style combat. So it felt a little bit um, all over the place at times. So, yeah. I mean, hopefully if they make a new one, um, they they kind of like flesh these things out, and yeah, they can one hundred percent just get rid of you losing force points. And so it was completely arbitrary to have. Yeah, I don't think it ever. The, was yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah, there's everybody's gonna no be point. maxed out by the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's exactly. gonna happen. Um, um, yeah. Okay, so and that game has a new game plus mode now, which is cool. Trees I just, with I, more depth and. Making yeah, it that would have been nice. specialize a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Right. The lightsaber editions were great. I loved okay. the the way that they introduced new combat styles. Oh yeah, and then the 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 great sword lightsaber is probably one of the greatest things that happened to Star Wars. And I started time. using it at the end because for a while I was using the dual and then the pistol and right the pistol one just because I thought it looked really cool. Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, I actually wind up using like pistol, pistol and and the single saber. That's like my single target, and then you oh, know, yeah. just again full Adam Driver with yeah 
<laughs> the, with the uh, great saber. Call it great saber. Great saber. Yeah. I know what I have to do. I just don't think I'm strong enough to do it. Uh, going into May. Adam Driver, when did you get here? <laughs> uh, we have Redfall. I did not play because, holy crap, that game tanked on launch. Yeah. And you played it and you didn't like it, right? I don't remember. <laughs> you definitely done. played it and you were like, yeah, it's a little rough. Um, that game didn't do well at all. Oh, it, boy. It was just a... Um, Did I block that from my mind? I think it, the, vamp, the vampire first person oh, shooter. Yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah! Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Um, that was just a game that was not fully realized but was still released oh like at all and i don't know what so many issues i don't know what branch of arcane that was but yeah making it like a left for dead style but not really like semi co-op adventure but but apparently extremely repetitive and broken extremely repetitive very buggy um, nothing much to it. I remember like one of the things that shocked me the most is there were so many buildings and houses that you just couldn't go into, which oh. seems like maybe gripey, but that just like, especially in that style of game seems so weird to me in this day and age that you would have like, okay, an entire cul-de-sac and there's like two houses that you can actually go into the rest yeah. of them are just objects they're there there there's nothing to them so it's like what like what well, yeah. what is and this? i i think in 2023 we are we've gone too far to deal with the <laughs> fake open yeah. world like the yeah. you know obfuscated it's open but not really like you can only go to a certain right. places it's, it's like then- a pseudo and you know if it's it's fine to be closed in we don't need to have these big giant environments but those smaller environments have to be well they have to be dense with content yeah you know this was not this was this felt like half a game seriously like it was just very i'm obviously someone's just like yeah we're losing too much money on this just release it we'll try to reclaim as much losses as we possibly can because we're not going to work on it anymore. It's yeah. that type of thing, which may be a little ridiculous because it wasn't really like a game. I don't think anybody could actually enjoy it for more than a couple hours. It didn't sound like it. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, I don't know what branch of Arcane that was, but um, it might be the people that are working on Blade and hopefully Blade has more time and resources because a Blade video game would be really fun to play. What game was it where the studio just closed down after they released? I was mean, it Red? Was that? I don't think so. Um, I think, we'll probably come to it if it's not. Well, They're, Dead Island, Deep Silver from Dead Island 2, they, they closed down this year. Yeah, but that didn't do bad. There was some, some game that launched that was like awful, and then, yeah, the studio... <laughs> Just uh, unfortunately closed down right after. This was Arcane Austin. It's probably. We'll look down the list here. Okay, we're, we're looking into the future, or well, into the past, future, future past. Redfall's development was reportedly so troubled that the developers hoped developers hoped Microsoft would cancel after they were acquired. <laughs> oh, yikes! Anyway, well, yikes indeed. Anyway, where were we? Um, it didn't help that right after Redfall was Legend of Z- the Legend of Zelda: yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Um, that's just a bummer for everything in that in that month. And as listeners of our podcast will know, this is one of my favorite Zeldas of all time. Right now, Matt, I don't know if you, I don't think you had a groundbreaking experience with this compared to Breath of the Wild. For me, it was the perfect mixing of the formula. Right. And so where Breath of the Wild wasn't the game that I feel like was built for me, this was a game that was absolutely built for me. Well, here's the thing for me, though. I felt um, maybe a bit more similar about the experience when Breath of the Wild came out 
right? I was like, I could recognize this for it being uh, as great as it is, but maybe it's not not for me, at least not right now, you know, and I definitely miss some of that older experience. It's like too much and I don't like the weapon system, stuff like that. Yeah. And then when I, when I went back and I decided to play it in, I was like, okay, yeah, no, I mean, this is just as great as I knew that it was, you know? Um, yeah. So I know maybe I just need to go back into Tears of the Kingdom. Cause like same thing, you know, with these type of games, it's like, it's a lot or any open world experience for me. Like there's just too much, like, go anywhere do anything um where i don't know maybe i'm better with direction once i can lock on to something and and, wow. and hit the ground running like i'm good right like okay you're really yeah. leading towards the story progression stuff like that like okay and that's um, totally fair i mean and the the way the journal system and quest system works in that game i don't even think that's the best way to play the game like yeah. when I do that, I typically just get distracted and go doing and right. wind up doing what I want to do anyway. Um, and for the most part, I was just searching and farming really, really strong materials. And then I had that hiccup where I accidentally deleted my file and had to start over. And I got further than I did the first time, if that gives you an yeah. idea of how much I enjoyed that game. It is um, on the list. It's definitely something I'll I'll come back to and, and, and yeah. beat for sure. It's just gotta find that time and that 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 will to do so that is true um and there's you know we we talked extensively about tears of the kingdom but yeah i wow. continued playing that game throughout the year and i'm probably gonna try to beat it soon i'm afraid to beat that game because i don't uh, want it so to... may must have been the week or uh, the month because yeah it was lord of the rings golem that studio shut down <laughs> oh yeah they did and yeah that game was bad. Um, before that, I just want to shout out Humanity. That I played a decent bit of that that puzzle game where you control basically people that are walking to like I guess the afterlife, and you just they're basically like a a flowing liquid. That's how they follow each other, and you can you can work out their path to the finish by you know like flying them upwards and then they create like these fountains of of just bodies or uh having them climb up walls and all this it's it's crazy it's a really interesting puzzle game and it's fun uh highly recommend checking it out if you just want something chill hmm. and it's not very punishing and some right. of the puzzles really like really break you <laughs> in your brain you're just like how do i how do i do this uh yeah Gollum look like a flaming pile of shit and i don't need to play it to know that it was yeah kind of yeah. the worst thing about kind of the worst way to go about making a video game in my opinion yeah and i mean you have to wonder i i get it maybe the studio just wanted a piece of the pie um the lord yeah. of the rings pie that is uh why would they pick golem nobody won nobody wanted this game to begin with and I assume that's kind of why people were probably feeling that. Well, great to have the work and want to work. Remake on the third-person action games. Yeah, Dude, <laughs> that would be yeah, so there's, fun. There's, there's, there's so much that you can do with the Lord of the Rings uh, franchise. The Golem is not it. That's not the one. You know, I would even take like a third-person action adventure, Aragorn. Yeah, like you know going through the events but also yeah <laughs> there's yeah there's a lot of things you can do with lord of the rings and that that seemed like a a bad decision uh system shock remake i have not played although it is in my steam library for reasons i don't is is it because i own the original system shock i don't know um, i guess so that looks cool i don't know seems like a cool historical touchstone i don't know much about it though Going into June, we have Diablo 4, which I, at this point, don't think I'll ever play. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, we've heard me talk about it extensively. You'll still probably hear me talking about it uh, in the next couple of years, right? Just because I'm way too invested in the franchise to just not at least check it out when there should be some yeah. big changes. But all in all, it's been very mid 
and uh, I'm very disappointed by that. Yeah, you heard it here, folks. Diablo Four is a complete failure. It, I mean, it might as well be because, <laughs> like, if it isn't, it if fell it isn't off. great. Yeah, if if you're not first, you're last. You know, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. You could be second. You could be third. <laughs> Not um, when you're Diablo, right? It's I was just... surprised by how quickly it fell out of the conversation. Right. Um, I mean, that's you know, probably good for it for right now. It it needs time to cook, but I think there's going to need to be there's going to need to be substantial changes to you know the skill system and probably itemization for it to be like top tier for it to yeah. even commit to the like you know. Like Path of Exile or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Which I hate to say. Yeah. The more I hear about it, the more I'm like, I'm not interested. Uh, Final Fantasy 16. I had a I had a pretty good time with. Um, but oh my gosh, I, and I told you this game wore me down toward the end. I was just like, let's just go, let's just finish it. I yeah. I think I left like. No, I I didn't. I I beat every mission in that game, and it pissed me off because I should have just not i should have just continued um at the end i was barely even paying attention to the side quest stories because i was just so ready to to like that game has a serious pacing issue all the moments where you're like i need to know the next thing like the main story is so engaging i don't really want to put this aside right now but now you have me running bread rolls around a camp for people It, it didn't make any sense um, putting that aside, though, the game was fun. The crafting system was just this was another thing that felt pointless because right. it was really just a linear track to upgrade your weapons. And granted, there's an Ultima weapon, as there always is in a Final Fantasy. Um, by the end of the game, I was like, there's no way I'm farming to get it, though. Mm. Uh, but every other weapon upgrade and, and armor and gear upgrade it didn't feel like something you can go search for and find it's like oh it's a secret it's like no you just kept going back to the blacksmith and story missions would give you the materials to uh, either upgrade your weapon or craft a new weapon it felt yeah. completely out of my yeah. control right um, so that was kind of a bummer and but yeah the story was heartbreaking and beautiful and awesome i think it's really good i think the I think that I think the uh, you know Devil May Cry ish combat system is really fun for like twenty five hours and then you're like oh my god can we can we just move it along so that right. game I want to see it you know if we're looking at seventeen I think we need more of a party system and yeah maybe like half of that combat but then like with a party system i think would be a perfect so it's it's a good direction for the series but i want to see the mixed man upon it yeah which would be good and it seems like you know they're they're maybe that's final fantasy in general and one of the great things about the series maybe one of the worst things about the series it's like each iteration kind of does its own thing mm-hmm. um you know, I mean, there's only so much you can do with turn-based combat, but there's a big difference between, let's say, Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy IX that go about yeah. the same thing very differently. Yeah. And, um, or even even eight, right? Uh, you know, all of it. I can go on and on. Right? Yeah, they always do something. But they, they, you know, especially they, they're kind of like dropping maybe some of the, some of the things that are great about these previous series where they should be taking that internalizing it and bringing it on to the next like what what mean what were some of the really awesome things about 15 um yeah. you know yeah. do you really see those in this one probably not maybe a little bit somewhat maybe a little bit action combat but yeah maybe a little bit but you know yeah, you're right 17 will probably be a totally different thing and i think that is what has this series going on as like the longest running video game series of all time Right. Is that you really don't know what's coming next, and that always makes it fresh, even if it's mediocre. Yeah, um, I would call this one of the better Final Fantasies, but hey, well, that's good. Well, I mean, yeah, and at least for well, clearly it's set out to be uh, this big uh, um, narrative experience, yeah. and obviously it, it did that. 
perfectly. Yeah, it did. It did it, right. it, it did it really well. It just seems Without like maybe feeling... maybe we should bring back more than the RPG mm-hmm. with that because hey. it's definitely the most messed up Final Fantasy I've ever played. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, but yeah, <laughs> it got dark. Well, that uh, Division Three is a is a is a dark dark place. I think is that what it is? Division Three. It, what what is Creative it? Business Unit Three? Three. Why do I always have a hard time? Because they got to name it Creative Business Unit 3. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not your fault. That is a ridiculous name for a studio. Actually, it's kind of cool. I'd be like, yeah, I work at Creative uh, Unit, creative <laughs> unit 3. It's a resume builder for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, kind of, kind of yeah. Uh, we kind of talked about David the Diver already. I, I'll probably play that at some point. Right. Um, I also put Ghost Trick Phantom Detective on this because they remade it for Switch and it just looks fun. Kind of like a point and click adventure, but you're a detective that dies and then has to like manipulate objects while solving crimes to prevent someone else from dying. I don't know. It's It looks interesting. It's very... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Again, it's like one of those things that's like, well, with all of this, it's hard to play that. I know. Yeah. So it's just kind of on my list. Um, right. Moving to July. Well, actually, I kind of need to start getting ready for work. Yeah, that's so, fine. And your start. family seems like they're ready for attention. <laughs> All right. So we have gotten through June. We're about halfway through. So we can conclude this part one of our 2023 wrap up. Um, next week, um, post Christmas, pre New Year's. We will go ahead and put out the, you know, we'll, we'll discuss July through um, through December. And then I'd also like to go over what's what some planned releases are for January, February, March. Just ones that are likely coming out. And then we can discuss what we enjoyed most in the year. But thanks we for listening. Pretty cool stuff from uh, the Game Awards. And yeah. 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 Um, the The... The game ads. The game, the game ad. advertisements. Uh, but yep. yeah, there's there's some stuff coming out. So we will be back. Thanks for listening. Um, tell us what your favorite game of 2023 was. And um, be kind to everyone. And enjoy the holidays. Whatever holiday you are celebrating. Yeah, happy holidays, folks. Bye.